So we're back with So You Think You Know Sports. We give you weekly updates on things you want to know, like off-the-court stories, game highlights, and all-around current sports knowledge, mostly highlighting NBA, NFL, and sometimes UFC. Uh, Of course, there is a hiatus on sports, but there is still lots of news. Uh, This week, we give you the best of the Hall of Famers in the NBA, KG, Kobe, and Tim Duncan being inducted. Uh, KG's beef with the Timberwolves, uh, his former team, NBA working with ESPN to have a virtual horse tournament for the NBA players, uh, the MLB trying to start as soon as possible their season, well, along with the NFL draft going viral and uh, the hard knocks, which two teams they're covering this year. So before we get into it, I'm going to go ahead and introduce the host. My name is Alex and Mohammed. Go ahead and say something for them. Hey, just want to say what's up to all our listeners. Thank you for listening and make sure you keep listening and also subscribe to our podcast and other platforms, including Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and don't forget to wash your hands. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, just spoken for that uh, Corona time, but we still can give you um, great news about sports as it's going to try to make its way through, um, even though there isn't sports now, pretty much any way, anyhow, we're going to try to get some type of sports, uh, which we'll get into with the NBA and ESPN trying to have a joint uh, type of tournament for the NBA players. But uh, first, we have the Hall of Famers of the NBA that it will be inducted, the main stars, because there are, of course, a couple other people who are being inducted into the NBA, but the most known stars are going to be Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant, and Tim Duncan, who had great careers. And so, quickly, I ask, from first glance, is this the greatest Hall of Fame class in the NBA with 11 championships, four league MVPs, and five finals MVPs between them all? Is this the greatest Hall of Fame class? I can't judge that fairly and say it's the greatest, but I can definitely say it's one of the greatest because these players, they, I wouldn't say they changed the game, but they definitely progressed it. These players are made up of um, first ballot Hall of Famers, of course, multiple time champions and MVPs. These guys went head to head all throughout their career, all in the Western Conference, and um, they all ended up winning multiple championships. So th- this is one of the best ones that I've ever seen. And, of course, they have legends that will be remembered forever in the NBA. Okay. I want to go ahead, and I'm sorry, I got to edit. Kevin Garnett didn't get multiple championships. He's the only one who didn't get multiple, uh, just to kind of correct. One of the highlighted people who definitely is very worth it being a a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, The other 10 are between Kobe Bryant and Tim Duncan, like you said, in the West, uh, Western Conference throughout most of their Pretty much, actually, all of their careers because they were uh, uh, life lifers for their team. Tim Duncan was always a Spur, and uh, Kobe Bryant was always a Laker. But Kevin Garnett got his championship with the uh, Boston Celtics in the East. But they definitely did uh, go head to head in the West a whole lot of their career as Car- Kevin Garnett was at Milwaukee for the majority of it. Uh, of course, I just rattled on. But <laughs> to answer the question, is this the um, greatest Hall of Fame class, I can't turn that down because 
even if you're looking at uh, the greatest, like Jordan's class or just any other uh, top class where there was a top person uh, being inducted, it was always one or two that were just seen as pretty much maybe the best at, of their time. Now, Kevin Garnett's not going to be the best of his time, but he's going to be the best of the franchise, and he definitely holds his own own in his history for the NBA. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, well, this is definitely one of the best. I, I'm not really familiar with all the previous ones, but it, this has to be one of the best. Well, because I try to look back at it. Like, if it's not noticeable at all, for the most part, and most, if if I just give your brief history, easily history, it's mostly only two, if two great, great players in one cl- class. Like, they're all great because they're Hall of Famers, of course, but like that next tier type player. KG bridges into there, but he's, I will actually get into it in this next question because I'm not even going to go ahead and go into his level of uh, his career until I go ahead and ask this question. Uh, who had the better career? Kevin Garnett, Kobe, or Tim Duncan? Well, um, for Kevin Garnett, I mean, you can already throw him out because he didn't win multiple championships, but he is looked at as a great player. And then you go with Kobe and then Tim Duncan. Um, The obvious answer would be Kobe, but Tim Duncan, I think currently right now, he's looked at as the greatest power forward ever. And he just had so much consistency with his career. I don't think he ever had a losing season. Um, he also had a great coach and surrounding players with Tony, Tony, was it Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili. Those three were the, I guess, original big three for the Spurs. And he, he just had just as great of a career as Kobe. I think both had five championships. Um, I'm not sure if Tim Duncan had a league MVP, but, um, it's hard to say. I, I'm going to go with Kobe on this one because he was just a Laker, um, played with 20 seasons, just had an incredible career, and just had a worldwide reach. You almost had me. I was kind of, I, The whole time I was thinking I was going to rebuttal with, I completely agree, so I'm going to pour on. But then you said Kobe in the end when you made the argument for Tim Duncan. So I was going to pour on about Tim Duncan. I'm choosing Tim Duncan in this case. And like, I, I, you're definitely right. He is known as the best power forward ever. And I definitely think his career was better. Um, I, of course, it's hard to, it's kind of sacrilege to say definitely better, but he is, it was. Uh, now, Tim Duncan, he did have uh, MVPs of the league, uh, league MVPs. He had two. Kobe only had one. KG did have one also. So that he definitely fits in the list. Like he 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 earned a best player of that year award. So you definitely deserve to be in uh, the Hall of Fame. Um, but and then when it comes to finals MVPs, Kobe had two, KG had zero, and Tim Duncan had three. So Tim Duncan definitely had the better career, even though they were in the same division uh, the entire time. Pretty much. Uh, uh, lining up on their careers in a way because I think Tim Duncan just uh, had more years. He came to the league earlier uh, than Kobe, but it's like I think they retired around the same area uh, of time. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure whether the same year, but actually it probably is because this is the first time they're uh, up for Hall of Fame. But uh, just to kind of round it up, I say Tim Duncan completely. 
Um, I don't think you can really lean either way heavily because a lot of their stats and just accolades, they kind of yeah. even out with five championships each. And then the, the MVP is kind of close. So it's mm. it's hard one. It's, it's, a, it's no. a very hard one. I'm sorry. I can't I can't agree on that because how, how can, can you not? No, no. I'm going to tell you why. I'm about to tell you why. <laughs> because there was the San Antonio Spurs had zero zero league championships before Tim Duncan got there. They have all of their fives with Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was always at the Spurs. He never went to any other team. And, of course, Kobe never went to any other team, but he was not that momentous for a uh, franchise as Tim, as Tim Duncan brought five, five championships to one franchise. Well, didn't Kobe do that? Yeah, he brought five, but with... Uh, Heavy help. I just gotta say it. Heavy help. Shaq is was the most dominant player during those couple years, and that's why he only. That's why Kobe only got two league uh, finals MVPs. He got those when Shaq wasn't there. He also didn't. Uh, he got only one actual uh, league MVP. Also, so like you can argue maybe he was he should have got it a couple of other years but you can have make that same argument for other players like Jordan and LeBron so they don't get every year they're supposed to get well i'm not making an argument to have Kobe get another mvp but Tim Duncan you acting like he didn't have any help he had one of the best coaches ever in Greg Popovich he had oh, so two cornerstone players me? with Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker so you I mean, telling he, me Phil Jackson? He, he definitely had help so you tell me, so you tell me, Phil Jackson's not uh, heavy help. Yeah, that, that's some that's some pretty good help, but he didn't have him the whole time. To be real, because even if I wanted to compare coach against coach, I got to give Phil Jackson more uh, than I got to give uh, Popovich, and that's that's was a hard comparison because there's a heavy respect for uh, Greg Popovich, but uh, yo, uh, what's your what's his name again? Uh, Phil Jackson. It has his championships with the Bulls and the Lakers. That's heavy help. He already had six rings before that. So w- what you're doing is discounting Kobe, right? No, no, no. I'm di- no, I'm, I'm discounting the fact that you said he had extra help by his coach. That's the only thing I'm debating. That 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 actually uh, outweighed anyway because actually the better coach out of the two who had the better coach it would be Kobe. But the way you're trying to explain things is Tim Duncan, he took completely over, had no help. Even his coach no. didn't really elevate him. No, I didn't say that. No, no, I didn't say that at all. It might have came off that way because I'm just making a heavy argument for his his influence on the franchise, but I'm just saying, because yeah, everybody needs help to get to a championship and to win a championship. I am not discounting that at all. Uh, sorry to make it seem like that, but what I'm saying is his importance and his his key piece about him also being the uh, during a certain era, also being the best power for ever during a time of Shaq, Kobe, and all these other great players, it 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 just says says a lot when you bring five championships to a franchise that had none without you. Well, um, can't say the I mean, same thing that for any one of those other possible Hall of Famers during that era for the Spurs. Well, Kobe did the same thing. He added five championships to but, the Lakers. And just because they had some before doesn't discount what he did. I agree, but I'm just saying that uh, Shaq is a heavy, heavy, heavy hand of a, uh, a added 
factor to those first three championships. So if I'm trying to weigh up like champions to chips to championships, I know they're still championships. They still had great times. I can't. I'm I'm just picking and prodding at it. And what I'm saying is Tim Duncan was a whole lot bigger for his franchise. If you even want to go to that level about who was just uh, whose championships might mean more, it's going to be the Spurs championships for a franchise who had none without him, along with the fact that he had three uh, finals MVPs, the Kobe's two, and had two league MVPs on top of which Kobe's one during the same era. Okay. I, I can agree that he was probably more important for his franchise because they had they never had any championships yeah. before that. So. So the question is, who had the better career? And that's I, now, if you want to go by points, you can get me on there for Kobe because, of course, I'm still picking at it. I'm not saying Kobe's not high up there, like he's, but it's just being compared to Tim Duncan. And in this this class, it's kind of hard to go against Tim Duncan. He didn't have a losing season, just like you said. All these couple of things, Kobe had some losing seasons with Phil Jackson. Well, what? Well, why would you make the case for his coach then? No, no, I, because he had six with the Bulls. He had um, five with the Lakers because he already he he. I'm not saying they didn't have bad years. I'm saying it, like everybody would, in the comparison <laughs> is going to know that Phil Jackson is uh, better if we're comparing careers and who had heavier hands in championships. It's going to be Phil Jackson, hands down. He but, had six six with Jordan and five with Kobe. But you just discounted him by saying he with had a losing also, season with Kobe. He had, he had three of the probably the top five players ever, at, at least but, three of the top <laughs> ten players ever, at, at a minimum. But you just discounted him by saying that he had a losing season with Kobe. No, no. All I'm saying is uh, that that makes it even stronger for Tim Duncan. He didn't have losing season. He's the player on the field. It doesn't. I can't separate Tim Duncan's wins from Greg Popovich's wins and who affects what when. I'm just so I'm making an argument for Tim Duncan, which you're saying also supports my argument for Greg Popovich being a, a, a better coach. But I can't I can't separate the two. They they are all in line. So, well, but I'm when I'm comparing, when you said he had a help with the coach, that's what I'm saying. If you got to compare coaches, you can't use that argument because Phil Jackson overall is the better coach because he has way more championships. But you just discounted that by saying that he had a losing season with Kobe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That 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 counts against Kobe. Kobe's on the court. But he's not, coaching the team. I'm not arguing anything about the coach. <laughs> I'm only, that, that discounts only, that. I'm so you're saying Kobe should. I don't get what you mean by he said. Well, okay, I guess, okay. Early, earlier before you said that. So Phil Jackson I guess Kobe should get more credit. Coach. For Greg Popovich Phil is not as good. That, that's what you said. Yeah. But I agree. he had a losing season with Kobe. But that still doesn't make him great when he has eleven rings to five. Still make who great? That's not, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson has eleven rings, and I'm not even counting the ones that he got as a player. Okay. But all I'm saying is Greg Popovich, and Greg Popovich has five. That's why I'm comparing. Like I'm, hey, and career-wise, it's gonna be Phil Jackson. I, I'm pretty sure anybody listening to this is gonna argue the same way that Phil Jackson is just a better coach. So when you compare that uh, Tim Duncan had more help because he had a great coach, you can't compare because if we're literally comparing the two two players, 
you got to compare the two coaches if you're making that argument. And still, Kobe would have the the upper hand by having the better coach, even though it was during the same era. So that gives more credit to to Tim Duncan. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Which I know we just went fully into that. Maybe they were entertained by it. Maybe not. But uh, it's not like it was planned out. But I'll go ahead and move it along, Uh, which is actually some other beef, which is uh, Kevin Garnett's beef with the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Now, KG doesn't want his Warriors jersey, uh, sorry, not Warriors, his Wolves, his Timberwolves jersey retired after dealing with, sorry, after dealing with Glenn Taylor, the owner, uh, which he, by quote, he said, I don't do business with snake motherfuckers, to quote it all the way through. Um, So, do you ever, do you think that this relationship will ever change over time? Um, In a lot of situations, time does heal all. But, I mean, they have, well, he's been retired for a while. So, I would think that this relationship would have had some type of healing. But it's just hard to see at this point. Um, I I read earlier before that he had a problem with playing point guard one time in the finals. Um, and I'm not sure why that should burn a bridge with a team, but um, it's, it's hard to say whether they're going to make up, but um, he has to get retired uh, with, with that team because that's where he spent most of his time and has his greatest moments. Besides winning the championship with the Celtics, but he spent most of his time <laughs> with the Timberwolves. <laughs> Agreed. It's hard to say that. I agree, though. <laughs> like, uh, but um, I think because I haven't fully am burst in their full beef, but I think I've gotten enough uh, from what I've I've collected. Um, when there was a change, I'm not sure what their overlaps, but when KG decided to go to Boston it was around the same time that ownership changed to Glenn Taylor. Now his owner, his relationship with the former owner wasn't that bad. I'm not sure whether it was great or it just wasn't as bad as it was with Glenn Taylor. Now uh, going forward, I'm not sure why that's why he went to Boston, but I'm pretty sure it was heavy because he wanted to win a championship, but could have leaned his hand. Uh, so I say, he got real beef. He should have real beef because the Celtics have already put his jersey up there. He's already done it. And, I, I, of course, they won a championship with him, but he was not with them for the majority of his career at all. He was He's a franchise player for the Timberwolves. He holds maybe all their records. Um, but I, I, I would say in time, maybe they may be obligated to mend that fence, but not really have it mended. Yeah, Um I think that they will come to some type of agreement, let's say in another three to four years and finally retire his jersey. And they'll 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 decide to just stop beefing out in the public. I I agree, but I don't think they that the Timberwolves beef with KG out in public. I think it's more of a people ask questions of uh, KG about it and he's just not censored in any way about his dislike for the owner it's not like he has to deal with them he's not collecting checks from them it's not a, it's not a lot of that going on but he does have to show up and a whole lot of things have to be obligated for him to get his jersey jersey retired because it goes along with the whole type of celebration for them uh so you kind of got to like the person uh 
Yeah. You see, um, you see Dwayne Wade got three days. He yeah, really but <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's that's Wade County. But with uh, what's his name with um, Kevin Garnett. Yeah, with Kevin Garnett, it I I don't know where this disconnect really happened because he did go back to them and kind of work like a big brother type of role for um, Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins. I, I'm not sure when this disconnect happened. I, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't have any beef with the lower management, but when it comes to having to get the some approval and somebody got to reach out to him, like they probably don't have a in-person type of good relationship, and the owner has to reach out to KG to do this. It's not like KG got to come to them in any way. And at this point, he feels like it's a disrespect that he hasn't gotten it retired as he's already gotten it retired in Boston. And even though they know how pivotal he was for the franchise. Yeah, um, it's it's really hard to say. Uh, I don't know (laughs) how their whole beef started. Okay. so where does KG's play hold more weight? His years in Minnesota with the Timberwolves or the Boston Celtics? His most memorable moments and as far as holding weight, it has to be with the Boston Celtics mainly because he won a championship there. And if you don't win a championship, um, you'll be just like Charles Barkley, one of those players who has uh, a pretty good career but no rings. And every time somebody brings up the ring conversation, like what it takes to win, they shut you down because they say that you don't know how to win because you never won a ring. So um, it has to be with the Boston Celtics because he has the most, uh, well, the best memories there and won a championship. I can kind of agree, because I thought this would be a harder question for you to think about, because it's kind of a tie uh, for me. So I'm really got to talk through this one. Um, Minnesota, he spent a lot of this time there. He's their franchise most known player, along with holding loads of their records. Uh, So that's his legacy in a way. Now, Boston Celtics, he was there, I think, maybe three to four years. I'm not sure whether it was more than four years. But um, with the Boston Celtics, he does have a championship. And he did win one over Kobe uh, in this with this championship, the whole rivalry of Boston versus the Lakers, which is uh, very pivotal and very big when you win against either opponent. Like Kobe got credit also by winning against the Boston Celtics uh, the following year. And so... I'm going to have to say, do you give up your ring? Uh, do you give up the ring or do you want your legacy, your real records? Mm. Uh, it's hard. I can't really pick. I'm guessing Boston is uh, holds more weight. Uh, God, it has to be Boston because he didn't get a championship with the Timberwolves. Yeah, that, that definitely holds more weight. Um, he can have all the records. I mean, It'll be just like with Westbrook and Harden. They hold all these records, have MVPs, but if they don't win a championship, they're not going to be looked at as the same as, let's say, like uh, LeBron. Or I mean, they weren't going to be looked, looked at like they're not going to look like him in the first place. But they won't be looked at as a champion worldwide, which expands their brand. I agree, but maybe look at it this way because I'm still thinking through this in a way. Um, Minnesota is where his what got him to the Hall of Fame, 
which one actually got him to the Hall of Fame? Is it his years in Minnesota and his records and his MVP at in Minnesota, or is it his actually okay? Would he get into Hall of Fame if he only had the Timberwolves years, and would he get into into the Hall of Fame if he only had the Boston years? I think he would get in in either one because he had some great moments with Boston winning that championship. Um, but would it be first it, ballot? Would it be first ballot? Probably not, but he, I think he would still get, in, get into the Hall of Fame with either one. First ballot with the Timberwolves, but maybe second or third with the Boston Celtics. So that, that's the only reason why I was like re, possibly rethinking it, because it's really the Timberwolves that got him into the Hall of Fame. And it probably still would have got him first, uh, first, first round uh, Hall of Fame, first ballot, like uh, Allen Iverson, because he was just so great for his franchise. So... Yeah, it's still hard to say because that would actually hold more weight if you're going to get the one thing that means the most is getting into the Hall of Fame. If you actually had a championship, because so that counts a lot too. But if you're not <laughs> going to have that, <laughs> you can get into the Hall of Fame, which is actually I feel like a possible bigger honor, but it's always better attached to a ring. Yeah, it's always better to have a ring. I mean, look at Robert Ory. He he's not really like an All Star type of player, but he's got, he got seven six rings. Yeah, seven. Sorry, I was about to say six, but yeah, yeah, seven. Yeah, but actually, is he in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I think he is. Uh, probably. I'm not sure. Because he's been out of the league for long enough. But um, moving on along, the NBA is working with ESPN to do a virtual horse competition. I'm talking about like backyard type of basketball with several high-profile players in the NBA. So under what we know now, uh, it would be roughly mostly the high-profile players that we know and uh, not showing exactly how many would be in this competition. So I'm going to bring a hypothetical since it's not fully, it doesn't fully have everything out. If it's a roster of 10 players, who do you want to see compete? A roster of 10, um, you know, it, it has to be all the trick shot players like Steph Curry. Um, you know, you got to have LeBron in there. Uh, Trey Young. Dame Dollar. Um, trying to think who else. Probably Luka Doncic, James Harden. Um, most of the stars who can shoot threes, basically. That's what I'm did, thinking. <laughs> did you count out 10, 10 people, though? No, I don't think so. But <laughs> Go ahead and do it again, because I'm, I'm going to de- – because uh, the 10, that's the, that's what the debater It's because who, who are you leaving out? So go ahead and give me my, your 10. Count them out. Well, I'm just naming off the top of my head. I, I didn't really think of this. but um, Quickly, because I haven't fully thought of my 10 at all. Okay, I said Steph Curry, LeBron James, Trey Young – James Harden, Damian Lillard, uh, Luka Doncic. I'm trying to think who else is out there. <laughs> uh, probably um, Zion Williamson. I mean, it, it, it doesn't have to okay. be all threes. Um, yeah. Probably Giannis. Okay. Maybe, maybe Giannis. Um, it's it's really hard to kind of think of these off the top of my head. You haven't seen James Harden yet. 
if you was going to say him. No, no, I, I said James Harden. Not in this count-up. Well, at least I, I, I put him out there. He, he's in that one. Um, okay, so that's nine. Um, <laughs> Give me one more. I'm not even sure. Uh, who else is out there? I, I'll just throw Anthony Davis in there. I, I can't think of nobody. Wow. Okay. So I was just getting getting you to lock down on your ten, so I can at least tell you where I would change. Because so the most, the first five for the most part are uh, I'm down with Steph, LeBron. Um, who else did you say? Uh, Trey Damian Dollar. Trey Young, and it was one other, and Luka Doncic, I know you, uh, those well, five. James Harden was number five before Luka Doncic. Okay, so James Harden, and I agree with, uh, with Luka Doncic, I'm at six, so, and I got James Harden in there too, so that's, that's the uh, six right there, but I definitely got to put Kyrie. Oh, I forgot about I'm him. Put, I'm putting Kyrie in there, I'm definitely not putting Zion, and I'm definitely not putting Anthony Davis. I'm questioning, questioning Giannis, but I guess I should give him a fair shot since he was the past MVP. So Giannis, and there's two spots left, um, which I've already said Dame, I already said Harden. Um, there's nobody from Golden State out, so I'm, I'm trying to pick up. Uh, I'm really, I guess we're not doing with Kawhi. Uh, I'll, I'll say Kawhi because he's an accurate shooter, especially when he's open. So I'll put Kawhi in there, and. You don't want Clay Thompson? Nah, I'm good because there's too many people. <laughs> he can't what fit do you in. Mean? I, I, just because there's not, I'm not. I, there's other people. I know there's some other people that I would rather have. I I don't even think I've said. Yeah, I did say uh, Trey Young. So I'm trying to think of who else. I, I gotta review everything before I put him in. Before I put Clay Thompson in. Um, let's see, somebody in the East. Mm. <laughs> so wasteland. Yeah, it is. Like, I'm looking through the top of the east. I don't want nobody from Philly. I don't Bradley want... Bill? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, nah, I don't want... I don't, I'm sorry, I don't even want uh, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to think. Good gosh, the east is a wasteland. Who, who is somebody from Boston? I don't want nobody from Boston. They're Put Clay Thompson in there. He might, be, he might fit in there. Oh, I'm sorry, Kevin Durant. That's the last one. Sorry. Because he, he don't have to run around. I'm putting Kevin, Kevin Durant in there, and that made that easy. So that's 10? Yeah, that's 10. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with that because I didn't have too many. <laughs> that was different. Yeah, cause I, but I'm not putting Zion, and I'm not putting uh, AD. And it's still a question about Giannis. If I can find a better person for Horace, I'm putting somebody else in. Shoot, if I was really grading that 1 through 10, LeBron probably around like 8 in that list seven or eight because I, I would think those other people are better at horse so actually at least to the next question who do you have your money on to win it all to win the horse competition and sorry just the since people some people might not know what horse rules are uh it's like a pickup game where you can do any trick shot you can do any shot you can do a regular three-pointer you can do a long range three-pointer you can do a dunk you can do a layup you can do any shot but if you hit the next person has to match it uh, or at least everybody in the set of the match have to do the same move or hit, hit it or pick up a letter, which is H. And if you miss again when it's your time and they've hit, you get an O all the way to you have an E and then you're out of the game. Now the last person in without uh, spelling out horse wins the horse game. Just to kind of briefly uh, 
um, say the rules, but I'll ask the question again. Who do you have your money on to win it all? The obvious answer would be Steph Curry, but I'm going to go with James Harden. James Harden seems like he, he can do any type of shot off balance, um, pulling up from anywhere. Uh, and, and I think he, he would be a, a great competitor for a horse game. Okay. Uh, well, mine's Kyrie. Hands down. I've already seen a lot of uh, Uncle Drew. Imagine Uncle Drew without the uh, the, the warm-up suit and uh, all of that. Just even somebody having to hold him. So when it comes to trick shots, it's definitely going to be between James Harden, uh, Steph Curry, and Kyrie to me. Uh, now, KD can probably he can probably stand in there. He can probably uh, do it. But somebody will probably do something that he can't do, like jumping-wise. And he could probably do a few different things jumping-wise. He probably just can't get the uh, just not to crack down on him. But he might not get the coordination right that they might not count it, like a turnaround dunk or something like that. It might look like he didn't do it. That that would count him out. But outside of that, I got my money on Kyrie. I think you're going to have to throw Kyrie out on this one because he might get knee arthritis on his way to the hoop. <laughs> what? <laughs> I understand, but this is a uh, this horse game. This ain't a full length game. This is like this actually might happen. This ain't even a full hypothetical. It's a partial hypothetical uh, because it really will possibly be a draft for players who can be in it. I don't know whether they're going to make it as limited as 10, but I think they are. Everybody's striving, like not striving, everybody's starving for sports. So trust me, we'll take a horse pickup game that's virtual. Well, they also have to throw in who has a private gym that they can uh, shoot in. And a lot of players are missing that. So some people are going to be left out. Well, so anybody could always rent one out or go to a gym or anything like that. Like, yeah. go, to your, go to your homeboy, your other uh, NBA star. Like, y'all live in the same city and more than likely have houses in the same area. I understand not letting people in, but it's only a couple of y'all. And you're the person who lived there and the person who's uh, shooting. And you at least get a little uh, a boost for your in home court. So somebody else could use somebody else's court. You're not really, really confined to your home that bad. Uh, well, I don't know. They they were trying to consider those things. So I, you just never know. I guess they, they, actually, in that case, they probably would only say we want people who have a in home uh, court because uh, we want to push off that you should be staying at home, not at somebody else's uh, place or something like that. I, I could see them saying some dumb sh- like that. But maybe it's not that uh, serious because the players they want to have in it, trust me, they will have in that horse game, even if they don't have a at-home court. Because some players are new to their city. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, this this coronavirus is pretty serious, and the NBA doesn't want to have anything on their hands as far as spreading. Well, virtual, that's... That, that's not that big of a deal. And if it's only two people, that's less than 10 people. <laughs> so <laughs> and, and let's say maybe it's that person's uh, family there. And maybe let's say let's count for three other people. You're up to five. So it's not that bad. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to say that right now, but <laughs> you can even throw, you can even throw in a cameraman. You can even throw in a cameraman uh, because I don't want to see no janky ass uh, video of the the competition i want some professional looking stuff because we pretty much only watching the nba all-star game 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, people not, can record not on one. iPhone. Not, not the past one, because the past one was really good. Not been down that one, but every, one, every other one that we've seen in the past, like, 20 years. Uh, this is a mini All-Star weekend. This yeah, but that, like people are really starving for it because now people are gonna try to find some way to virtually do sports, and that's crazy that we would even think something like that. But if this works, trust me, they're gonna try to find something else they can do. They're gonna do a shooting competition. They're literally gonna do All Star Weekend uh, trial stuff on ESPN, and I trust me, ESPN will be happy to put it on. Yeah, because they're trying to dig up old games to show people and advertise it. But, I mean, we already know what happens in the games. It's a hard world for ESPN right now, boy. That money stopped flowing. Man, it's but so much we can have y'all talking about almost nothing. But there's stuff. There is some sports knowledge, uh, uh, like stuff they can talk about that that at least is still holding over from pre-corona. But as soon as the time clock catch up with a lot of these things, it's going to create a point where there won't be anything to talk about about sports. Because if this goes into December, for realistically, then you can't be like, oh, when are we going to start the baseball season? When are we going to start the football season? Because it's pretty much just like, don't make no plans because we don't know when this stuff is going to end. But, and I'm, that's what I mean by the, the time catching up with at least the temporary plans these franchises have. Yeah, but you want to pack a gym with, with five to six people in it. <laughs> pack a gym with five to six people? That's not a pack a gym. <laughs> but I'm just saying, in these times, we can't be too close. Especially well, with you, people coming in from different areas. That's why you test all the people who are coming in. Because actually, let me leads right into our next subject. Because I'm just going to go ahead and go into it. Uh, the MLB, the Baseball League the National Baseball League, is looking to start their season as soon as May this year, uh, as they they were supposed to be in their opening season right now, uh, having opening day a few weeks ago. But uh, how open are you to watching baseball with no other sports in play? Um, (laughs) Well, I I mean, I wasn't going to watch it with the fans, but I'm probably still not going to watch it. I might watch some highlights here and there, but um, I'm going to stick to my movies. <laughs> <laughs> you said this still ain't worth my time. <laughs> no. Dang. No, no, no. Um, well, you ain't starving yes. enough for sports, dude. <laughs> Cause I got not, not for baseball. No, no Shoot, I'm, I'm not looking for that. I am starving for meaningful competi- competition. That's what I'm really starving for. Meaningful competition even if it is a regular season season where you have a a million games which the base baseball league has, really it's, it's a couple hundred uh games but i think it's a hundred and something i can't remember but they have a loads of amount of games in a season but i just need to see meaningful competition outside of a video game because it kind of doesn't really matter in the end with the video game um i mean you get bragging rights over the person or a computer until the next game to the next game. So who was, it's really an empty win. If you're a big bragger when you win one game, uh, I feel kind of sorry for that person. And now it's, there are certain games that mean a lot after a certain amount of time of playing, but if it comes down to just you feeling overly, like you got to talk a lot of junk for beating the, the sim, then you, you, I don't know what to say about you. 
It's not like that. You you just want to keep running it back. I mean, just keep beating up. Yeah, on yeah. The no, trust me. I'm playing. Like I literally bought a video game, a great video game system, an, an updated one, because I had the uh, Xbox 360. I didn't really have much time for video games, but trust me, I got time for it now. Uh, so I understand. I definitely am playing the sim when it comes to 2K and things like like, like that. But I'm pretty open to baseball watching baseball right now just to answer the question uh because if they found some way to, to start in may which i honestly don't think it's gonna happen but if they did i would definitely watch i don't i honestly would probably watch the pregame i've watched during the game and i would put a whole lot of a lot of uh stock into just the outcome of that game because trust me espn is going to put a whole lot of work into that game yeah, they're, they're, they're going to push it to the forefront. Um, they do have the NFL draft coming up, so that's going to be pushed. True. So it leads me to the next question. How could you see this starting this, the season in May work out for the MLB? I see it. It actually just might bring more attention to Major League Baseball because it will be the only sport being played and People like you who are very hungry for sports and will just take anything, they'll uh, take that Major League Baseball plate without any questions. But it, it'll be very good for sports fans all around the world. Um, but it's really hard to see that happening. Uh, there's just too many factors that you have to put out there. I know I saw earlier that they were saying that they would isolate the players. So they go from, let's say, their hotel to that stadium and nowhere else so they don't come into contact with, let's say, family members or just anybody outside of their team. Um, but it's it's very hard to see this happening. I completely agree. So y'all are going to make sure, they probably would, but make sure every single uh, baseball stadium is absolutely, absolutely sanitized and not even sanitized. Like and then it got to be sanitized by people who also needs to be uh, tested for the coronavirus, and the people testing them also need to be tested for the coronavirus because they're testing for coronavirus. There's there's a, a logistics type of problem to this because at, there can there's holes in that plan. There, there's just holes. That's what I have to say. And especially saying that it's going to start in May, which is absolutely insane. I, there is no way that. Uh, order that's supposed to be less than 10 people going to account for. I'm pretty sure there's 11 baseball players on just one team uh, on a on a field. Let me just make sure. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think it's eight. Eight, nine. Sorry, maybe it's nine. I'm not exactly sure. I'm, I'm not good with it right now because it's been that long since some actual sports. And I don't care that much about baseball. But when it comes to this, I think it's just not going to happen. I don't think this is going to actually play out. And eventually the clock is going to c- catch up the baseball where they're all these words. They're saying it sounds good, but it really is not. It's not going to happen. It's not possible. No, not the way things are looking um, week by week. The numbers are just going up as far as the cases for coronavirus and people are trying to get well. The government and uh, states are trying to put in heavier lockdowns, which have still been the same, but they're just saying more. Yeah, I I agree, Um, because even to put it like this, how are what are they going to do? They're going to isolate them from their families every day. 
are you going to pack the games in? Like, then they're just going to get tired. Like, I, I just don't get what you're actually going to be able to do to, to prevent uh, the spread of Corona. Like, and are they getting tested every game? Are they getting tested every practice? Or can they only play the game and no practice? Like, what? Like, what's realistic about this uh, this proposal by the MLB other than the pitch out hope? They can play in a bubble, I guess, if that's uh, possible. How are you swinging a bat at a ball in a bubble? You know, they, they're trying to make up a lot of ways. That might that might be a way that they get it so, done. So, <laughs> pretty much a basketball? Uh, it's, whatever it's you want to call it. At least it it's looks a, like baseball. That's a really old movie. I, <laughs> I think from maybe the 90s. But if you ever watch it, it's kind of funny only because it's that bad. But it's a futuristic version of baseball that's uh, morphed into something else. If you can get the reference, uh, but and we move on to the last subject, which is actually it's not the last one. It's the one after this. The uh, NFL draft is going completely viral. So with all the draft celebrations being in homes, do you feel the draft would be something you would want to watch since there will be a new feel to the first round of the NFL draft? Um, as far as this year, I think it's more of just getting the notification of who got drafted rather than actually watching. Um, I'll just look at the ESPN app and see what the lineup was, who got drafted one, two, or three, all, all the way down to number 32 for the first round. Um, but it, it definitely won't be as exciting because the players aren't meeting the uh, commissioner and shaking their hand and holding up the jersey and being that first pick for that team. It just makes it 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 just has a different feeling. Is is it won't be the same. Um, of course, it'd be nice being around your family as far as the player being drafted, but it won't be the same. There's going to be lagging going on with the conversations over the phone, um, as you can probably see with a lot of ESPN workers trying to debate about stuff. Each of them have to pause for a second to see. Oh, are, are they finished finished talking yet? Or oh, okay, it's my turn. It, it'll be a lot of that. Oh, yeah, actually, that sounded you dig in right there because I didn't even think about that factor because I definitely it has that effect even with working from home currently uh, as I stay logged into a uh, a video chat where you just kind of have to be um, aware and along with you have to wait your turn on when somebody talks. So it's kind of going to be extremely hard for the behind the scenes people. Who are you directing on and at what time? I know you're going to have announcers and they're going to be in separate rooms. That's, that'll be just like any other show. But it, it may get tricky, uh, on this, especially when you have to rely on people's uh, cameras because you just can't simply have give out cameras to every single person out there who's about to be drafted. Like I'm talking about professional cameras. Yeah, I agree. And you just don't even know if they will get drafted. So <laughs> there's True, that. Exactly. But yeah, it's, it's just going to be different. I'll just wait for that notification to see who got drafted and uh, just hope for the future. Yeah, because I was only looking for the most part for the last couple of seasons. I've been only looking barely at the first like five people. And then 
only catching the notifications after that. And sometimes not even looking at the notifications till the following day. So I know what a team actually has from the first round. Sometimes not even looking at it till the whole draft is over because they still don't play for a whole lot of months. So I don't think there's a heavy incentive because there's no real sports going on um, for people to watch the draft, even though there's nothing to watch. Um, so yeah, that's kind of hard. Uh, so I'll, uh, go to the last subject, which is HP, HBO special hard knocks will be featuring two teams this year as normally they feature one team out of the NFL this year. It will be the Los Angeles Rams and the Los Angeles chargers as they are both in the same city, uh, recently both moving there. Uh, this HBO show normally follows the day-to-day of the featured team and the players, coaches, and everybody during training camp. So, with the COVID-19 coronavirus still at high alert, how likely is it that there is a training camp to film? I think it's highly unlikely because the whole process of everybody just getting back to the way it was before, it's going to take a while. Um, there is a, a lot of mistrust in the world today because of uh, the coronavirus. Nobody knows who has it. Um, th- there could just be somebody just randomly sneezing, just mistaking that for uh, the coronavirus sickness, but it could just be allergies. Um, just mentally being being able to get over that hurdle to uh, feel like things are normal that's that's one of the biggest things and it's just going to be hard to see training camp happening uh, within the next few months because of the whole spread of the coronavirus completely agree um i don't even know why they announced it i guess you have to still hedge your bets and go in with the contracts you've already laid up but there's just no way may what they're going to now follow them doing desk work they, they weren't following them do desk work, but we were also seeing uh, players playing uh, uh, in the uh, the training camp and for them actually being physical as this game is completely physical, even when it comes to uh, the practice, because the, the low end of football is just tagging your player and not tackling them because you're on the same team. You don't want other players to get hurt and you can't even do that. So I, I just don't see how they would be able to do that. Um, even though they may try to pull something out of the air since it will be a summer show and not fully known that the NFL season won't start as I don't even think that will get to actually start when it's supposed to. Um, but last question, if they can work out still having training camp, who are some players on both teams that might be must-see TV? Um, let's see. On the Chargers, ah, man. I, I guess it has to be on the defensive side with Joey Bosa and uh, Melvin Ingram. Uh, those uh, DNs for the Chargers because they are probably – the best two players on the team, along with uh, Keenan Allen, the wide receiver. Um, but I still don't want to see much of that. And then on the other side with the Rams, um, it'd be nice to see, well, well, to get into the mind of Jared Goff, because he did decline over this past season after having a great run to the Super Bowl um, and see how the 
the boy genius Sean McVay works. Um, he has had a, a lot of success early on in his career, and it'll be nice to see how he operates from day to day. Um, also with, uh, what's his name, Aaron Donald, one of the defensive players of the years. Um, it'd be nice to see how he operates from day to day. I can completely agree on pretty much the entire list. Um, I would rate uh, them in a different way. I'm not sure, sure you were even rating them, but Aaron Donald's the first person on my list. Um, second is Sean McVay, even between both teams. It's not much on the Chargers outside of those defensive players, like you said, but they are, they're at the bottom of the list. I, at this point, Chargers aren't interesting enough. Uh, for me, unless they somehow picked up Cam Newton. Uh, now, that would make it extremely uh, interest, interesting, and I would definitely want to watch. But uh, with the existing team, I would say in levels of who is must-see TV is definitely going to go Aaron Donald, uh, Sean McVay, and then uh, Jared Goff. Yeah, I agree. Um, the Chargers aren't even interesting to their own fans because they don't even show to the games. Yeah, well, it is L.A., and they just did move here, so it would take some fair-weather fans to even become uh, full fans because it, it just – their fans are in other cities. The Rams uh, fans are still in Louis, uh, sorry, in Los Angeles, and I think L.A. is attached more to the Rams, if anything, and the Chargers are kind of like the forgotten stepchild, not to really get – not being <laughs> derogative in any way. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people never cared. Yeah, so uh, just to say, um, it would be those three. But this has been So You Think You Know Sports. We will keep you updated on the news that is out there, the drama and everything, great stories in the back uh, end. Uh, but this is the part where Muhammad comes up with questions. It's just like always. Uh, they're multiple choice questions, sports trivia where he comes up with the questions, I try to answer them and give you a little information about what I do know. So uh, go ahead with the first question, Muhammad. All right, I'm going to throw a curveball at you and um, go with a baseball question. So which of the following Major League Baseball teams won the 2016 championship? A, Chicago Cubs, B, Boston Red Sox, or C, Washington Nationals? Oh, well, I think I know because I don't think the Nationals went until recently. Um, the Cubs, I'm pretty sure, have not won one in a very, very, very long time, if they won one. Uh, they did back, back, back when, like long time ago. Uh, so I'm actually just going to go ahead and answer the question. Um, I would say it's the Red Sox. That's wrong. It's the Ooh. Chicago Cubs. The Cubs won? Yep. Wow. I think did they made a big that. deal out of it a few years ago whenever they won the championship because it had been so long. I I lost I lost that year because I definitely didn't remember that. <laughs> like, I really lost that year. <laughs> wow. Like, I really didn't think the Cubs won. Wow. Wow. I'm actually quite surprised. But go ahead with the next question. All right. Which of the following Hall of Fame NFL running backs has the nickname Sweetness? A, Barry Sanders, B, Walter Payton, or C, Emmitt Smith? Oh, God. This was actually quite hard. Like you would think. I don't know, because, but I don't remember any nickname for 
Emmitt Smith. All these were great, great, great running backs. And it would seem like each one could get that last, I mean, that nickname. Um, go ahead again with the question and answer. All right. Which of the following Hall of Fame NFL running backs has the nickname Sweetness? A, Barry Sanders, B, Walter Payton, or C, Emmett Smith? I really think it's either Walter Payton or uh, Barry Sanders. <sighs> God, this one's hard. Uh, I really want to say Barry Sanders. Uh, I don't know, it's probably going to be wrong, but Barry Sanders. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Walter Payton. Walter Payton. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Talk myself out of the answer, but go ahead with the last question, Robert. All right. Which of the following players was not the number one overall draft pick in their respective draft class? A, Jerry Goff, B, James Winston, or C, Robert Griffin III? We're not number one. <sighs> So I know that Robert Griffin III was number one draft pick. So, or was he? Mm. You want me to repeat it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to need to repeat it. All right. Which of the following players was not the number one overall draft pick in their respective draft class? A, Jared Goff. B, James Winston. Or C, Robert Griffin III. I really think it's Jameis Winston because I'm pretty sure the Redskins wanted him and he was the number one pick. Along with Jared Goff, the Rams had the number one pick, I think, that year. So I'm hesitantly going to say is, um, what's his name again? What, what, what was the other one? Famous Jameis. Yeah, Famous Jameis. That's wrong. Oh, it's RG3. He was number two, wasn't he? Yeah, Andrew Luck went first. Uh, I was wondering. I was like, man, man, wasn't it that year? It was just foregone conclusion that uh, the, the the Colts already won Andrew Luck. It was like already known like weeks, weeks, weeks before uh, that they were going to get him. But, yeah, I went 0 for 3. But I did like the questioning. <laughs> <laughs> next time next time next time i'll get it next time but uh we'll catch you next week uh and this has been so you think you know sports see you next week